0: Considering a transition to private pay, Thrizer can help you transform out of network therapy to look and feel like an in network experience for your clients. Your clients just pay co-insurance for sessions instead of waiting weeks for reimbursement. Thrizer covers the rest of your fees so you get paid in full upfront. Check out our special link, join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thrizer.
1: Is your mental health practice buried in the bottom of Google search results? There's a way out. Simplified SEO Consulting offers a roadmap to search engine success. As mental health professionals, they know how to help therapists attract ideal clients and build a thriving practice. Go to simplifiedseoconsulting.com forward slash modern therapist to learn more and unlock your SEO potential this summer.
0: You're listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide, where therapists live, breathe, and practice as human beings. To support you as a whole person and a therapist, here are your hosts, Kurt Widhelm and Katie Vernoy. So this is an episode that's maybe a little bit coming from a jaded place as (laughs) far as the bad advice that we see on social media. By therapists. Really
1: bad, bad advice.
0: (laughs) And, you know, within the the context of today's world, I can encourage people to be on social media, especially with your profile pages, advertising your practice, this kind of stuff. But the slippery slope of what comes down to getting followers versus actually giving good credible advice. And you know, we're going to talk mostly here about Instagram and TikTok and that kind of stuff, but you know, if you're still out there posting stuff on Tumblr and Facebook and those kinds of things and that, Twitter. And Twitter this can apply there as well. But you know, really since I would say slightly before the COVID pandemic, but really the explosion during the pandemic of the number of mental health professionals mostly licensed therapists but a lot of people posing as licensed therapists or just mental health coaches put a lot of information about mental health out to the broader world in theory this is a good idea but if anybody has spent more than 5 seconds on the internet you know that that also led to a lot of just garbage information that got put on the internet
1: sure and i think it's something where there's there's the element of the different goals they had. There were some folks that were were wanting to spread awareness and help people during these dark times. There were some folks that were trying to get followers and become influencers. And there were some folks that were wanting to get clients, whether it was coaching or therapy clients. And I think those different goals actually play a part in how (laughs) social media is used. But it it was definitely a very interesting time because it became more acceptable to talk about mental health it became more acceptable to share tips and tricks because we were all sitting at home scrolling through our phones endlessly and we're dealing probably with some mental health concerns but I think like you said a lot of it ended up being garbage We already have an episode talking about kind of the diagnosis trend the self-diagnosis trend uh, we'll link to that in the show notes over at mtsG podcast but but you had to be in your bonnet about, bad advice that's been given by therapists for quite some time.
0: Yes. And where I tend to see this the most is therapists giving relationship advice that whether it's somebody doing a little TikTok dance, pointing around at all the the different (laughs) texts that they're going to add in later. And for those
1: of you who can't see Kurt, he was actually doing the TikTok dance and pointing at things all around his room.
0: (laughs) I will add in the text on that afterwards, but... (laughs) As an example of this, I see these things pop up in my feed from time to time of therapists who will be like things that you should never accept in your relationship or signs that your ex is a narcissist. And to me, these all fall into things that are micro validating to clients or to people in general, especially if they're not your clients. But don't necessarily take into the higher standards of what we do as professionals and especially as what we do as licensed mental health professionals, because there is a lot more context of what we do in our practice and our work with clients that can't be summed up in a 30 second, you know, thing wrapped over a, some fat beats by Timbaland.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think the other thing too is that it's it's so out of context. I, I find that we are so good, those of us that are are more, and I shouldn't say us because I don't do this, but the folks who are really good at identifying their niche, identifying who it is that they're talking to and and what issues they're addressing, and folks who are, are both doing therapy and doing coaching around the same topic. So really, really strong niche. And then they move into that kind of influencer space of, I'm going to say the thing that speaks directly to my ideal client, but out of context could be very harmful for someone who's not. And and although the algorithms do help a little bit, but they also theoretically could be sending your Wonderful, wonderful content to someone where it is exactly the wrong advice and/or could be weaponized against someone like your client.
0: I'm gonna just kind of talk about, like, you know, the all of your exes are narcissists posts here for a moment that I tend to see from a variety of coaches, I tend to see this pop up in some of the clinician sorts of standpoints. And Part of putting this into the context of what's therapy versus what's coaching is therapy makes it about the client. And when Mm -hmm. you are talking about, here's somebody else, you know, that I'm speaking to you about somebody else to validate your experience. What we're risking is the mental health aspect of our sides is making something validating, but it's not actually providing anything other than... Here's a micro-validation that proves that you're right without understanding any of the context of anything.
1: Well, and I think it's something where it it's, I, I like that point because it's, you're, you're scrolling through, you're feeling bad about the relationship you're in. And now someone who has some credentials after their name is saying, your ex, your current relationship is with a narcissist. And so then it's like, ah, so it's all their fault. And it's interesting because in therapy, we would go to, and how do you keep getting into these relationships with narcissists <laughs> and, and talk about this, you know, kind of how you m- walk your way into these relationships, which I think still couldn't be a good real because of, of some of the other pieces of advice. And we talked about therapy as a new religion and, and how selfish therapy is being seen as now too. So also that link will be in the show notes as well. But I think there's that that element of, I don't know you, but I act like I know you. I certainly don't know your partner or any of your exes, but they're a narcissist. (laughs) And it is. It's micro-validating, but it also doesn't put any responsibility on the person that's scrolling through. It's just like, oh, thank goodness. It's not me.
0: And so... If we break it down that way, if we you know, look at how the algorithm ends up putting out this information is that even if the rest of your profile history helps to be additive and put things into context, the way that the algorithm works is people might find these in a very isolated situation that then ends up portraying you as being at the risk of overly niched or overly you know representative of a very very small context of what you're trying to put out as a overall larger picture and what that risks is that not only you as the individual but as everybody else ends up being represented by oh you're a therapist on instagram you're just like fill in the blank at therapy person online who gives bad advice so therefore you are also
1: a bad therapist. That was a lot of points all at once. <laughs> so I want to break those down a little bit. So the the first part is even though you're speaking to your niche the algorithm may bring it wide and it may be completely irrelevant or taken completely out of context. And so it could be bad advice in the wrong hands, it might be great advice for your niche, but because you can't control it being just read, watched, whatever, by your niche, you are at risk of giving very bad advice. Yes. And because you are now presenting yourself as a therapist on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, it is harming our profession. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. Okay. I just want to make sure because it was <laughs> there was a lot there. So the, the thing I want to counterbalance that with a little bit is I do feel like, as clinicians, that one of the ways that we can market, one of the ways that we can create side business and side hustles, so to speak, is through advocacy, it's through uh, support, it's through information and, and teaching. And I think we can do that on social media. And so it becomes it becomes challenging to say like, well, I have a niche. I, I want to speak to them. What do I do to not have this bad advice go viral or, or this, this good advice for one tiny group of people go viral and be bad advice for everyone else? If you've been considering switching to private pay and are unsure how to attract and retain clients, Thrizer can be your best resource. How? Thryser actually helps you transform out-of-network therapy to look and feel like an in-network experience for clients with out-of-network benefits.
0: First, Thryser can help clients instantly verify their out-of-network benefits, providing them complete transparency on the cost of therapy ahead of their first session. Then, just by charging your clients via Thrizer's payment platform, you can automatically submit claims for them. Offload all the insurance stress onto Thrizer and even let your clients just pay their co-insurance processions, similar to in network co-pays, to help them afford therapy upfront and skip the long reimbursement wait. Thrizer covers the rest of your fees, so you get paid in full upfront and waits for reimbursement on your client's behalf.
1: They also have a Superbill uploads feature, which is completely free for therapists. If you'd like to instead offer your clients a resource to manage their own super bills, they manage all claims end to end. So you or your clients don't need to deal with any of the insurance stress. Visit join.thryser.com forward slash modern therapist to get started and use our promo code modern therapists to start your free trial and receive waived fees for your first twenty five hundred dollars in payments.
0: This is going to be something that probably most people who post stuff don't want to hear but if you are speaking from the sole place of expertise for example you're not citing where you're getting your information from you are putting yourself into this guru type position of a therapist who is telling us what to do without necessarily being like this is what it's based on so mm. you're falsely using your credentials in a way that has no relationship to the audience who's seeing it. You're not putting it into any sort of like, and the rest of our field agrees on this as well. Yeah. And so you're kind of, you know, breaking through the wall and being like, here is what all of mental health says when really, in fact, mental health doesn't say a lot of the stuff that gets put out there. So what this is, is you should put your, Your citations. You should put your resources. You should put where you're getting this information from. Because by putting out public statements like this, you should be prone to having to deal with criticism. You should be prone to having to deal with oh, there's other information that refutes what you're saying. And I see this a lot in kind of you know the the dating sphere of both sides. You know this is all sides of you know kind of dating whether it's you know, tips for guys, tips for women on seeking out, you know, uh, here's how you get a high value partner. Again, this is information about who you're trying to attain rather than about any sort of healthy things that you can bring to a relationship. And what this does is it doesn't reach the intended effect of helping people to improve. What it does is it guides people towards, here's somebody with some credentials that's telling me what to do. I should follow that without necessarily addressing any of my own specific factors, exactly like you mentioned earlier.
1: So it's citing sources. It's trying to make sure that you're actually grounding yourself in whether it's in the evidence base or or something that's that's well recognized and can be refuted refuted or or dis- debated or whatever and then it's also if you're talking to your niche if you're talking to a potential client or someone in the world that can use your advice talk to them about what they can bring versus how to judge the people around them yes okay Because I think there's there's just that caveat around I have had some folks, and, and maybe it wasn't therapists, and maybe this isn't the role of therapists, but I've I had I've had some folks that were in fairly abusive relationships that in being able to identify what Their relationship and something that people were saying, this is abusive or this is a problem or that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like that did help them. They were started getting fed more and more content, whether it was your partner is a narcissist or whatever. There was content that was like, here are the warning signs. Here are the things that you need to pay attention to. And and maybe there's a maybe there's some nuance around pay attention to these things, and this is how you set boundaries, or this is how you get yourself safe versus your partner is a horrible evil person. But to me, and maybe this is part of the debate here, is if I am a therapist and I have information and I see a lot of my clients who are well-meaning, big hearts, enter into relationships with people who either are abusive or take advantage of them or whatever it becomes hard to say like, well, how do I get that information to them in 15 seconds? What are the things that could be helpful that could potentially save lives? You know, and I think that's, this is, this is where it's hard to grapple with because that same advice, that same, here are the warning signs that your partner is a bad person could be weaponized by quote unquote, a narcissist, right? Like, I think that there are, are things that, we have to worry about with this stuff but I, I i hesitate to be like don't say anything about another person just talk to the person that you're talking to <laughs> without without us recognizing that that we can help people to identify when a relationship is healthier and healthy or unhealthy. i think we have to just be thoughtful about it when we're trying to give relationship advice there's this element of we don't know the person we're talking to, although they may be our our ideal client. We don't know their partner, although we may have seen it a million times. So besides citing the source and and maybe making sure you're talking about things that you're that the the person, the consumer, the 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 follower, the listener, the watcher, whatever it is, can do. It feels still like this this place where I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to be the old person going, get off my lawn, stop doing social media. Like I want it to be something where we still have this ability to be able to disseminate really good information. And so. So give me an example of some really bad advice and how you would shift it. Maybe that's, maybe we can do that, or maybe we can work on it together. But like, what is some really bad advice that you've seen on the interwebs that has made you want to scream and throw your phone?
0: I do want to go to one of the points that you just made as far as like, it's really hard to do this in 15 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever it is as a professional to put this stuff out. And part of being a professional is recognizing that if it's too hard to do it, you just don't do it. Like... If you, okay. can't, if you can't do it well, that's part of what makes us the professionals is that we present information in ways where the entire meaning of what we're trying to put out there gets put out there and is able to be received.
1: So then your, your idea is let's evacuate the space and let the, the coaches and the fake therapists put their information out and don't even try to get in there at all.
0: You have a responsibility to speak to the truth as our profession agrees on it, and if you can't do that in a way, then you know, don't do it. It's it's a hard pill to swallow when it comes to things that are very popular, like Instagram or TikTok or this kind of stuff, where a lot of people do exist. But maybe putting it in the context of how many therapists are out there on parlor or truth social media trying to put out there this information, or if we're picking a smaller. Social media platform, where it's you know not as many people are posting stuff, then you wouldn't want to go in there and post things within those very limited contexts where things could be misunderstood. I, I think that we can fall into the trap of confusing the popularity of a site with the legitimacy of the messages that are being put on it. To your point of if that means vacating it and letting coaches and whoever else put it in, my opinion, that's fine, because then we as a profession can be like, yeah, we don't engage in that crap. This mm. is one of the ways that we show that.
1: I, I don't think that as a whole that all of the the millions of therapists or the hundreds of thousands of therapists are be like, yeah, I'm off. I'm off TikTok. No more hashtag TikTok therapist. I don't think that's happening. So I think it's it's something where to me. I feel like there could be a middle ground of maybe you don't put the information in the 15 seconds or the 30 seconds. You put something that introduces it as a hook, so to speak. And in the the post, in a longer blog post or something that you're able to tie back to a YouTube video that you can tie back to, you actually get to a little bit more of a nuanced conversation. But I also think it's about designing the content. I mean, in in designing the content, if you're trying to cover every single thing that can happen in an abusive relationship in 30 seconds, I think you've missed the mark. I think that you get a, a point and that's it, if that. <laughs> and, and so I think part of it is really trying to look at what is it that you're putting out there and, and assess it from all different angles. If your client were to see it, if your client's partner would see it, if your client's parents were to see it, you know, if your, if your own parents were to see it, you talk about the how many eyes supervision seven eyes supervision so, yeah maybe this is seven eyes social media like if everybody's looking at this from all different angles what what can it mean and and how can you mitigate that i mean i think certainly the this this doesn't replace therapy and blah 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 i think that is insufficient but necessary but i think there's that other element of can you put some caveats in can you claim who you're talking to at the beginning I think there's ways to do this and not just vacate the space, I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Feeling like your ideal clients just can't find you online? There's a better way with simplified SEO consulting. They're a team of mental health marketing specialists who understand the unique challenges therapists face in the digital world. Forget wasting time on confusing SEO tactics that leave you feeling frustrated and out of the loop.
1: Simplified SEO Consulting offers a range of proven solutions to fit your practice needs, from DIY courses that empower you to take control, to done-with-you coaching that provides expert guidance at every step, to their individualized, done-for-you SEO plans that let you focus on your clients while they handle the details. Plus, they have an innovative content network program that has set practices across the country apart from the rest. When you're ready to start showing up in front of your ideal clients online, the expert team at Simplified SEO Consulting is ready for you.
0: Visit SimplifiedSEOConsulting.com forward slash modern therapist to schedule your free consultation and find the perfect SEO plan to unlock the full potential of your practice. Don't forget to mention Modern Therapist Survival Guide podcast for $100 off your done-for-you SEO onboarding, or use code Therapist for 20% off a DIY SEO course this summer. So here's an example of one that stands out to me. All right. So this is from an LPC. If you're still helping someone who has hurt you, you're still in the trauma bot.
1: Okay. So that seems pretty uh, concrete and rigid Mm -hmm.
0: um so that that is what the graphic says and you know within the the caption underneath it and it's followed by a bunch of hashtags trauma bond is like an addiction the only way to free yourself of it is to stay away from the person who abused you okay so to me i'm going to interrupt what i'm reading here is someone has hurt and now that's abuse yes so now we're conflating and you know. You're accusing me of splitting hairs here. I'm, mm, I don't. I don't, think, I don't the,
1: think you're splitting hairs here. I actually, I'm actually with you on this one. So continue your so, point. So this <laughs> this one
0: is is sliding into okay because you've been hurt, you've been abused, and you must stay away. So yeah. there there's no nuance towards what's the difference between hurt and abuse.
1: There's mm-hmm. no,
0: and the next logical steps of this is. If your only response in relationships where you have been hurt is to abandon them, this is giving bad advice to people to be perpetually unhealthy in relationships, not to actually be able to identify what's the difference between hurt and abuse. How do you resolve hurt? What are safety steps that you can do to avoid abuse? So this is giving one tool that is over-exaggerated to something that is kind of conflated and mixed up from the very beginning
1: well and i think the other piece that i i experienced kind of viscerally when you read that is so hurt i can i can hurt you right you can also feel hurt by something i did and and i think it also conflates those two things right and i think some of this is like intention and and all of that stuff and i'm not trying to have an argument around intention versus impact. But I think that there is something where when someone's own traumatic material means that they're consistently hurt by other people, or if they have rejection sensitivity dysphoria, or if there is something where they are consistently feeling hurt by other people, this is saying, if you're hurt, cut everybody off. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that is hard because there are a lot of different reasons that we feel hurt and there's a lot of different reasons that we get hurt. And there's there's stages of healing, even within traumatic relationships, that I think can allow for someone to be in a relationship with someone that has hurt them or abused them. You know, there's a lot of healing work to get there. I'm not saying everyone can do that. But I, I don't think that saying that every abusive relationship needs to be cut off as if they're all the same and remain in the same space. Like, I I agree. That's really very, very rigid. It's not nuanced at all. And it's bad advice.
0: Looking at the rest of this profile, this therapist does speak a lot about being in narcissistic abuse relationships. But this is just kind of the point of, unless you expect the reader or the consumer of the content to go and seek out the rest of the content you're left with the opportunity of people misinterpreting the overall message of what you're doing with what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so this is why each post needs to be considered as how can this be seen by anybody?
1: Yeah. It needs to stand alone. It needs to be, uh, a full message, and so is there an underlying message here that we can parse out that could have been said in a in a better way, or do you think that this message is just bad advice all the way around?
0: There's there's a bunch of stuff that this thing is trying to do way too small. Okay. So, you know, to read it again, if you're still helping someone who has hurt you, you're still in the trauma bot.
1: Okay, so it's talking to you. It's saying you're doing something. So they checked the first piece of advice that you have, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's very, very small Mm -hmm. and it's very, very definitive about something that's very nuanced and doesn't think. So, so part of it would be what is abuse or or what is abusive,
0: or even if you're still trying to speak to someone, it's questions to ask yourself when you're helping people who have hurt you.
1: Mmm, okay, I like that. So keep keep talking. Keep talking. I love it. I love it.
0: I mean I mean I'm coming up with this kind of, this kind of stuff off the spot, but what we're trying to do is if this is actual advice to get people to grow, then great. Give advice about growth. Don't put things into kind of this one snippet that makes it as kind of a statement of fact.
1: Okay. I like that. I think that's something where I think I, I organically do that when I'm writing is, you know, here are the questions to ask yourself or here are the things to consider. It's not, you are in a horribly abusive relationship. It's let's look at this. What do you think about that? What are some things you might consider? Now, some folks might argue that is way less likely to go viral.
0: <laughs> Good. The number of likes does not change the validity of it.
1: Sure, but I think there's there's we go back to the goals of social media. One is to be an influencer, one is to get coaching clients. Oh, so now one we're to now get we're moving affiliate the, relationships, one now is to get we're, a client.
0: Now we're moving the goalposts. This isn't about <laughs> providing mental health information out there. This is about us using our credentials to benefit ourselves.
1: Sure, and I think that that's a valid use of our credentials. Like we Oh,
0: no. No. <laughs>
1: Yes, it is. We, we use our credentials to benefit ourselves all the time. We, we, we both of us get paid to do therapy. Both of us have gotten paid to do consulting. We, at some point, if we ever get enough Patreon folks or sponsorships, we will get paid to do this podcast. What do you mean? It's not, we can't use our credentials to benefit ourselves. Why else would we get credentials if we couldn't benefit ourselves in any way? That, that, that's a, that's a step too far. My friend. You're,
0: you're taking what I'm saying and <laughs> you're misapplying it. That All right. when we're making public statements and this kind of stuff that we have to be honest about what we're doing about it. That's why when we, you know, I have our sponsors at the beginning of this episode sponsored by so-and-so you know, yeah, we're,
1: sure. We have to make affiliate statements, but we have affiliates and people will do that. I'm just saying the, if someone also has this other business of being an influencer and all that stuff, they also need to do good social media. So are they are they stuck not using their therapy credentials to there do social you go. media? That, what that's what it
0: is. That's what it is.
1: Okay. So you're saying as a profession, we can't be influencers.
0: I'm saying that seems that,
1: very short-sighted.
0: <laughs> I'm saying that when people make public statements on social media, you have an ethical responsibility to understand how that information can be received. All and, right. and my my concern under all of this, as a, a person steeped in ethics, is a lot of these posts don't do that.
1: Fair enough. I know we're running out of time, so it sounds like we may have to have another conversation about therapist influencers. But for now, what I'm taking is talk to to the person. Don't don't help them. Don't micro-validate them about everyone in their lives. Certainly don't tell them to cut everybody off in their lives because that's not cool. Cite your sources. Try to speak to the evidence base. Don't try to fit something into 15 to 30 seconds that is not... uh, Able to be explained and understood by a broad audience in fifteen to thirty seconds, and remember that you have an ethical responsibility to uh, not make public statements that would be uh, harmful to the public. And I think we—that's those are the points that we have time for today. I think that's what we got. <laughs>
0: You can find our show notes over at mtsgpodcast.com. Follow us on our social media where we mostly just kind of post stuff about our episodes, but yeah, we're,
1: we're not good influencers at all.
0: <laughs> join our Facebook group, the modern therapist group. If you want to continue this conversation, as Katie said, if you like our content, please consider supporting us on Patreon or buy me a coffee. And until next time I'm Kurt Winhelm with Katie Vernoy.
1: Charge your full rate with confidence with Thrizer. Thryzer takes care of 100% of the insurance stress and helps your clients skip the long reimbursement wait, giving you a powerful tool to attract and retain out-of-network clients with ease. Check out our special link, join.thryzer.com forward slash moderntherapist, and use the code Modern Therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thryzer.
0: Feeling stuck with SEO for your therapy practice? There's hope. Head to SimplifiedSEOConsulting.com forward slash Modern Therapist and unlock your website's SEO potential with Simplified SEO Consulting. Use code Modern Therapist for a discount and mention the Modern Therapist Survival Guide podcast for a special offer on Done For You SEO this summer. Let's build your dream practice together. Thank you for listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Learn more about who we are and what we do at mtsgpodcast.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't
1: miss any of our episodes.